Hello, and thank you for streaming or downloading this episode of It's Good But It's Not Right. Just to give you a heads up that this podcast may contain swears and very strong language, so listeners' discretion is advised. To be honest, it's mainly Rob, but what can you do with a lad? We are where we are. Anyway, on with the episode. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of It's Good But It's Not Right, or as acronyms go, I-G-B-I-N-R. My name's Steve Clatworthy. And I'm Rob Payne. And in this podcast, we are going to analyse and take apart and scrutinise and question and laugh at and put back together game shows from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and perhaps a few even beyond that, I should imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think what we've noticed from watching... We've, we've done quite a lot of research in, mm-hmm. and they're all quite shit, aren't they? Yeah, they're not the... It's, I don't think anyone's properly analysed them before, really. It's just sort of... They, no. they're, they're just sort of fodder to watch when you're... I mean, no one no one wants to analyse them, because nope. they're rubbish. No. Nope. I barely want to analyse them, and here we are. So, let's get on and uh, have a chat about what today's podcast is all about. Oh, what show are we doing, Steve? Oh, I'm excited. Oh, you're ready for it? No. It's only take your pick. Take your pick. Take your pick. Oh, I love it. Um, let's do... I can do some facts there about that before we start. I need a couple of facts. I haven't got loads. Go we ahead. can do... Okay. Yeah, knock me out with them. So the first one is it was the first game show on ITV... And it was also the first game show on ITV to give away cash prizes. Wow, that's that's a surprise. Yeah. Considering the cash on offer isn't that great. Because the BBC at the time never gave away cash as a prize. Uh, that was just BBC, BBC anti-BBC standards. Mm. Uh, they just never did that. Just, so, pri- just prizes on the BBC then? Just prizes. You want a goldfish or this old <laughs> clock radio. Um, but yeah, that was your lot. So, um, And it started actually on Radio Luxembourg. Um, the uh, classic Radio Luxembourg. The classic Radio it's my favourite radio station. I don't know about you. Um, and it works well on the radio. It's just a sort of radio radio game show. It then moved to ITV in 1955, was when it first started. And then it kind of died a death. Michael Miles, I believe, was the, was the first host. Never um, heard of him. Never heard of him. Never. Although, perhaps our older listeners have. Yeah, true. Um, and, uh, yeah, Des O'Connor took over the man to win 92? Yes, 92 through to... Or what was it, 97, I believe it yeah, is? Yeah, 97, it's something like that. It's about a five-year stint. It's, uh, yeah, that I think it, it ran for that five years um, in various sort of incarnations as well. And you can tell from the from watching the first Des O'Connor episodes to the last ones, the production values have gone through the roof over the course of that five years. They've just chucked money at it. It started off quite poor, didn't it? Actually? It was terrible, yeah. yeah. It, was, it, 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 it wasn't great. In fact, the episode that we're reviewing today is from series one isn't it yep it's one yeah, of the first so ones it's one of the first ones it's fucking awful and now here's the man with the cash and the keys des o'connor <laughs> right so should we hear a little bit about des yep right so des o'connor cbe so uh yeah he's done all right for himself commander he- of the british empire exactly 
yeah. commander. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have him as much of a commander myself. He's not the sort of man that, you know, I'd feel comfortable him leading me into battle. Um, well, leading may- me anywhere, really. No. 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 I mean, he is pretty typical of your game show host of the 90s in that he's well suited. He's got a lovely tan on him. And he's just a bit of a pro, really. He's really good at what he does. He's good with people. He's good with speaking to people. He seems to be able to relate to anyone. What I've noticed, though, and and what you've noticed as well watching these shows, is that the overriding character trait of Des O'Connor is he is very smarmy. He is smarmy. Yeah, it's it's a bit much. He tries to be Mr. Smooth. He tries to be the ladies' man, and it, it doesn't always it doesn't always hit. Mainly because when in the episode that we're watching now, by this time Des is sixty years old. That's incredible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's 60 years old, so the ladies' man shtick doesn't really work because he's he's past that stage now. And you right. know, um, How but, old is he now, then? Right, so now, hmm. are you ready for this? Go. He is 87 years old. Wow. Still going strong. Um, strong might not be the word. He's still going. Um, he made an appearance recently on Harry Hill's uh, Alien... Fun, fun alien podcast, fun not podcast, thing. fun capsule thing. Yeah, fuck knows what it's actually called, but um, he was on that and he just didn't. He didn't really seem with it. He seemed a little bit away with the fairies. To be fair, know. he is eighty-seven. Though. He is eighty-seven. So you've got to give him that. Funnily enough, I'll get on to this, but um, during that alien fun capsule, he did. He was quite jittery and quite all over the place until he started singing. We're going UFOing. We'll try and source a fly. We'll zoom across the skies. Nobody will believe their eyes. And as soon as he started singing, mm-hmm. it was gone. He was absolutely Straight back fine. in the... Um, Straight back into yeah. it. So let's get into um, what he actually started from. So he was born in Stepney in 1932. That's in London. Okay. Um, he did his national service in the RAF, which mm-hmm. he talks at length about quite a lot in, um, in, in Take Your Pick in particular, actually. Um, but in terms of his entertainment career, he started as a redcoat in Butland, which, you know... Yeah, most of them did, didn't they, back yeah, in the precisely. Boat? Shane Ritchie, you think, started as Shane a... Ritchie is a good one, yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's quite a quite a good example of that. But yeah, they've they've all pretty much done it. But the, the good thing about it, it does make them quite well-rounded. Mm. So they're the all-singing, all-dancing, all-entertaining... Um, Presenters and just ready for ready for any sort of TV appearance. Really. I suppose if you do that and then you do kind of the working men's clubs as well, it's yeah. kind of like where it's real rough. You've got to just be on the ball really when you're on stage, haven't you? Yeah, he is. He is quite quick as well. Um, in in the episode that we're watching today, he's quite fast and he's he's quite good at, like I said earlier, talking to people. Um, he actually made his big break as a singer. Right. Um, yeah, and so he worked with some pretty impressive individuals. Um, Sinatra. Um, he went on tour with Buddy Holly, or well, when Buddy Holly came to the UK, right? He toured. He didn't with... tour with Buddy Holly around the states. No, like that. No, 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 no. Otherwise, he would have been in that plane, and it, yeah, this completely. would be a different podcast completely. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and also the Beatles as well. So big names, big names. Um, he always because his singing's always been a bit of a, 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 a sort of bit of a joke, isn't it? With like um, yeah. um, Eric uh, Morgan and Wise, or they always sort of took the mick out of him for his singing. Oh, God, if you want me to be a goner, get me an LP by Des O'Connor. Face, look at that face! That's the most unusual record he's ever made. This is one where he sings the right notes. (laughs) He's Grandma's favourite, isn't he, Des O'Connor? Oh, completely. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've listened to a bit. It's quite shit. Um, But, impressively, um, during his singing career, 
um, which I think, to be honest with you, spanned way into his TV career as well. Right. I think it was like a, a passion project of his. He actually released 36 studio albums. That's a lot of albums. That is a lot of shit music. Um, of of those 36, so a bit of, bit of question time for you. Go for it. Um, of those 36, how many do you think broke the UK top 40? Well, so how many was it? 36? 36. So 36... I mean, even if he's, I don't know, 10, something like that? 10, no. Unfortunately not. It's it's only five. Five? Five. Yeah. Out, uh, out of 30? Out of 36? You're right. That's 31 have just not even got into the... <laughs> so perhaps uh, Morecambe Wise had a point, actually. Uh, yeah, fair. I think so. Thinking it about is, it. It seems like when you release that many albums, it is... You know, if you a crooner, th- as I think they call him. He is a crooner, a yeah. A crooner. He's very much, he wants to be sort of a uh, rat pack. Right. He's like Brucey. Yeah. He was, Brucey was desperate to be Sammy Davis Jr. So right? it's, 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 it's Brucey, it's Dez, it's, uh, I don't know, who else would be in the British bat, bat pack? Rat Monkhouse. Pack. Monkhouse. Monkhouse. He didn't definitely. sing though, Monkhouse, he though, did he? He didn't sing, but he was that sort of level of smarm and tan yeah. and just entertaining and funny. Um, but yeah, no singing, I suppose. Fair. Um, but yeah, I think Dez's singing career, from the sounds of it, 36 albums five in the top 40 it sounds very much like throwing enough shit at the wall and hoping some of it sticks you yeah know, if, you, if you release enough i reckon if you released 36 albums some of them would do all right <clears throat> so on to his tv career um according to wikipedia right. where i get all of my oh, facts yeah. a huge fountain oh, of knowledge there from yeah. wikipedia. Well, for, according to Rick- wikipedia he's been on tv every year since 1967 every single year no Right. Uh, well, not necessarily. Wikipedia says um, it says almost every year. But with the advent of Challenge TV and, and any sort of TV channel that shows repeats, yeah. I think it's it's a pretty safe assumption that he's been on TV in some capacity every year since 67, which is... Not bad for an 87-year-old man. It is pretty good. It's a good legacy to look back on. Um, his biggest hit was Des O'Connor Tonight, which was... Uh, a chat show that was on every Wednesday at eight o'clock on ITV, mm-hmm. and it ran for fucking ages. It was it was on every Wednesday from nineteen seventy seven to two thousand and two. Well, he didn't have any um, series breaks at all. Or oh, he may, yeah, he yeah, may yeah, have yeah. done. I was going to say it wasn't just yeah, constant right yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> just, just churning him just out. Lined up Des. Come out. on, Des, fucking hell. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, it's a long old run for a chat show. It is a long run, um, and it, it was quite good. Um, but yeah, De- Des O'Connor. That's pretty much him in a nutshell. Um, he's a fucking pro. He's he's really good, despite the smarm. Um, yeah, he's great with people. I I like him. I like Des O'Connor. I'll go on. I'll go on record. I think he's in the. I think he's probably in the top five of UK. I do you know what I think he is as well. Actually, yeah. to be fair, because he is. He, he you know, like you say, he has got the history. He's got the, and 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 just like you say, an all round entertainer. And the thing is with, with those all-round entertainers, and Bruce is included in this and a whole list of others, is that it's really difficult. Les Dawson actually is included in this. Dawson's Is that if you've got members of the public up and you don't know anything about them, to be able to just get a joke out that's yeah. related to what they do just on your feet. Bob Monkhouse. Why did I miss like Bob Monkhouse? Again, being able to be able to, yeah. you know, uh, just fire stuff out. So... Yeah, fantastic. Des is up there, definitely. Yeah, he's definitely up there. And, and what we'll see as well, we're going to go through a lot of these TV shows and we'll notice some that pale in comparison to the mighty Des. Yeah. And, and we'll also we'll also find some that are, we think are better. So 
we'll get on to it. Okay, do you want to hear the rules? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so basically the premise of Take Your Pick is split into really easy three categories. It's the yes and no bit. It's the ridiculous question sec- uh, <laughs> section, which just they just ask the most easiest questions ever. And then it's essentially opening the box. Or sorry, handing money. Uh, the, the Des will try and give you money to not open the box. Uh, and you can either take the money uh, and you still open the box and you, you don't win whatever's in the box. Or um, you turn the money down and you open the box and you win what's in the box. It's really as simple as that. Nice. Um, there's an unwritten rule, actually, in game show devising, which means that you should be able to describe the rules in under 25 words. Really? Yeah. And if you can do that, then we've got a successful, you've got a successful game show. That's an unwritten rule as to how, how did you find this out? Or is this just something that you've gleaned from watching way too many game shows? It's, no, it, it's, 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 I obviously found out online, but there is, there is, there is, once it goes into sort of over 25 words, really, you're kind of going to lose the point. It's, if it's going to be a half hour show, if the rules are too complicated for everyone to understand, God knows how Golden Balls with Jasper Carrot yeah. ever got made, but. Number one. It's, yeah, precisely. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it's that rule, but this is relatively simple, um, like I said, in three sections. Stop you there. Go. How long did it take you to describe the rules just then? Um, that was way over 25 words, man. You're shit at this, Steve. <laughs> right, Steve, should we get into today's episode? Yes, indeed. So the episode that we are reviewing today in this podcast, you can see it yourself on YouTube. I'm going to put a link uh, in the bottom so you can click on that. It is, in fact, Series 1, Episode 8. Um, uh, I don't know what year it went out. It must be 92. 92, it yeah, if it's yeah, Series yeah, 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 92. So that's absolutely fine. Um, so, yes, let's crack on and have a look at the episode. Right, so Des initially comes out with the lovely Jodie Wilson, who's in a wonderful sort of yellow, pastel yellow number. Mm-hmm. Um, and Des talks to Jodie a lot more than he talks to his other assistants. And there is a reason for that, and we'll go into that a bit later. Um, Jodie Wilson was then replaced by the Blakeney sisters, who are um, Australian twins who are famous for being on Neighbours. Uh, on the, yeah, Australian Australian soap, Neighbours, yeah. Exactly, and I think one of them on Neighbours was married to Paul Robinson in to, the show. To the character Paul Robinson in exactly, the show. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. And as far as I'm aware, they're actually back in Neighbours now, as we speak. Right, um, okay. 2019. Um, the Blakeney sisters were then... Themselves replaced by the lovely Sarah Machavez. Oh, Machavez. Oh, she's so pretty. Um, and yeah, Sarah Machavez is my favourite of the lot. Doesn't say very much, but she's very, very attractive. Um, and then sadly, Sarah Machavez for the for the final season is replaced by a lady called Sasha Lawrence, who isn't terrible, but suffers from the fact that she isn't Sarah Machavez, so I I can't stand the woman. Um, it's no fault of her own. She's just, absolutely fine she at doing... She suffers because she's not someone else. Yeah, she's fine at doing her job. She's just... Oh, Sarah Machavez was great. Um, and so to get to get into a little bit, um, to backtrack a little bit as to why Des speaks to Jodie Wilson as much as he does, um, they met on this show in 1992, which is the episode that we're watching now is in 1992, um, and 15 years later, they went on to marry. Wow. Um, yeah, so Des is, as far as I'm aware, is currently married to Jodie Wilson. Um, it's a bit weird, if you ask me. Um, bear in mind, at the time of recording, Des is 60 years old. 
Um, Jodie Wilson is probably in her 20s. Right. Um, they married 15 years after this, which puts Sarah in her 30s and Des at 75. That's a bit um, of an age gap, that, isn't it? It's a between huge the two, to be fair. age gap. And, you know, it's it's. I always question it when there's a huge age gap like that. Um, looking at her IMDb page, um, Jodie Brooke Wilson, mm-hmm. as she appears on IMDb, hasn't really done too much. She's she's done bits and bobs here. She's, I think, the, the only real highlight of her IMDb, of her acting and uh, career in general, is that she was a vocalist for Doctor Who. Okay. And I'm not quite sure what the hell that is. Probably the voice of a Dalek. The voice, of, yeah, exactly. The yeah. voice of a Dalek. It's, it's a bit weird. Um, yeah, the whole relationship is a bit weird. I don't really like it. And, you know, far be it from me to, to say that she's after Des's money or anything like that you know because <laughs> there is an age gap but we wouldn't obviously be insinuating that, that oh not at all no 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 no. I, I mean but it is worth highlighting i think give me your money des <laughs> sign <laughs> the will <laughs> do it now <laughs> yeah i mean as, as we're not we're not saying that no, no. exactly um to be fair, I'm sure their their relationship is based on love and trust and all the things that make it make it good. And they do have a child together, um, oh. which Des famously had when he was in his seventies, which is mm. again, you know, it's it's questionable the the morality of that. But so it's 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 like take your dick, really. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, and then he opens a box. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's what she's taken from it yeah. nice take okay. your dick open my box let's have a lovely time done yeah. and dusted indeed so on with the show mm-hmm. um, the first contestant comes out and um, it's a gentleman called Harry now Harry is uh, an older gentleman um, almost certainly dead in present <laughs> in present time, I, I don't see this Harry. Thing, most of the people though that, that they are gonna they are gonna wheel out some old people. I should imagine that most of them now are in fact dead. And um, we're gonna mention it every single time. Every single time. Um because yeah, unfortunately I I don't think Harry is still with us. Turn around. Okay, Harry, you are Harry, where are you from? I'm from Twickenham. Twickenham, which is near here. They say so. Yeah, but, I believe it's uh, just down the road, right? Just really. down the road. Are you here with a family? My what? family is not here, but what, what, my can wife I ask, here, she Don't make speeches, don't here. make speeches. <laughs> what I'd like to find out from you, how if you don't mind, is your surname, I didn't get that. My surname is Escott. Escott, is that English? It's Scottish, it, isn't it? It's, uh, have you got a family? What about children? Shut up. Have you got any children? That's what I'd like to do when I'm talking. <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you got any children? I have two children. Two children. Boy, two children. girl. A boy What about grandchildren? Four. Let me ask you about sport. Do you like sport? Do you like swimming? I do. There's Twickenham's here. Like do, do you ever go to rugby? Do you watch the rugby? Yes, I do. <laughs> Harry comes out and he likes to talk and he talks for, you know... Hours. Basically, yeah, his, he, he says a lot and I think his way of negating the, the yes or no based questions that Des is firing at him is to just ramble. And it works to relative success. Harry lasts for thirty-seven seconds. Because there are there are people like you say who who kind of practice doing this before they get into yeah. it. And there's and so people uh, will uh, you know attack this from from different angles. So obviously Harry here is doing it just rambling. 
uh, there are other people who kind of concentrate and, and try and sort of look into Des's eyes and all sorts. But yeah, Harry's, Harry's a rambler. He's a talker, yeah. And like I say, he lasts 37 seconds till he finally succumbs, which is pretty good for the, in the grand scheme of things, I think it's all right. Better than me. It, it would be better than me as well. I, I will go on record and say I don't think I'd be very good at this yes-no game. There is a lady called Karen that comes on second. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen has a lot of red hair. It's a huge buffon, very of its... Very actually, 90s. Yeah, I, to be honest, I was going to say, I don't even think it's 90s. I think she's maybe a little bit stuck in the 80s. Right. Um, but yeah, she's got this huge red hair. She doesn't last very long at all. I think she lasts about 10 seconds. She's a bit of an idiot, really. She's not prepared and it's that kind of 90s thing as well where the dress is really pulled up, a bit sort of like Simon Cowell's trousers, trousers <laughs> sorry, where it's pulled yeah. right up. Hello, and you are Karen from where? Basingstoke. Basingstoke, which is in Hampshire, isn't it? It is. What do you do? Don't nod your head. If you nod your head, oh. one more. I'll give you a little one off there, but if you do nod your head, you won't nod your head again, will you? I won't. You sure? Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Next up, we have Pat. Lovely Pat. Lovely Pat. Pat is also dead, by the way. Pat is... um. Pat is clearly dead at this stage. Yeah. Uh, without a shadow. Out she waddles. Des asks Pat what she does for a living. She says she's a cook. She's actually really, really boring in the yes or no game. She she has no chat Zero. At all. Zero chat. No chat. But but we find out a lot more about Pat. And she's not as, as boring as what she seems in the yes or no game when, uh, spoiler alert, she gets through to the second round. You are Pat, and you've got friends out there, haven't you? I have. Are they all friends? I mean, like, a whole gang they of... They are. Do you come on a bus? Um... You nearly said no, but you didn't, so you're still in it. What do you do for a living, Pat? I'm a retired cook. Right. Oh, were you a good cook, were you? I was. Was that vegetable cook, or was that kind of... General. General cooking. Yeah. My mum was a vegetable cook. You said... Did she say... <laughs> yes, I think she did. You did, and she knows she said yes, yeah. Nice. So out comes Margarita with a lovely oversized red blazer. Margarita. Such a perm on her. It's unbelievable. It's a full on 90s perm, isn't it? It's a poodle perm. Um, Yeah, she looks a bit like a flight attendant or a red coat. Well, she looks like, I was going to say, like like Des's history of being a red coat when he was a red coat. Or one of the Libertines. (laughs) Which has not yet been invented (laughs) in the time of recording. She's a hipster of the highest order. Um, But Margarita is quite. Good. She lasts slightly longer than Pat. So she lasts bugger all, man. She long, longer than yeah, longer than Pat though. So she lasts longer than nineteen seconds. Yeah. So not that much. Hello, you are Margarita Shavolton. Oh, well, she's only got Margie on there. Margarita, Margarita or Margie? Margarita. Margarita. A little nod, but only a fraction of one. One more, and you'll have to go. Where are you from? I'm from Wales. Wales. It's a nice part of the world. Have you come down today? I have. On a bus? By train? I'm afraid not by train. Are you, have you got a friend with you? My sister Madeline. Your sister Madeline. Is yeah. she happy? Yes, <laughs> Up next is George. George um, is a, a classic, isn't he? Look at George. George is so old that he's already haunted. George is the oldest man I've ever seen on he's television. He's just dust. He's, it's unbelievable. He looks like he's already been cremated. It's unreal. Do you know what? The ironic thing is, I reckon George is still alive. Probably the oldest no, contestant there. No, George is well dead. Um, the funny thing about George is, as he comes out, he almost, he can't navigate the stair. Yeah. That's so in he's, the way, he's, and he almost um... falls over. And to be honest, 
a fall at George's age would almost definitely be fatal. But yeah, George is, George is very, very good at the show and he, he manages to last the entire 60 seconds. So fair play to George. Yeah, no, actually, out of all the contestants that you would have expected that to have done the 60 seconds, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have put money on, my money on George, basically. Hello, George. I'm glad. To, I hope you're enjoying your trip. It's the obvious thing to say to you. How long, how long have you been sitting um, waiting for a big moment in your life like this to happen? Did you ever think you'd be on TV? Oh, I've been waiting ages. Have you been waiting ages? Mm. Well, I tell you what, you've got a lovely smile, and I've got that feeling you're going to give me a run for my money. What did you used to do? What was your job? Are you still working? I was a publican at one time. Owning a pub? Like the EastEnders? Or just serving behind a counter? I was the landlord of a country pub. What was the name of it? Uh, the Scarlet Arms. Whereabouts? In Wallace Wood. Uh, is that in um, Lancashire? It is in Sussex. Are you sure it's in Sussex? I am What was sure. your sporting activities when you were a younger man? Oh, what are they now? I was footballing. Did you play football? I did play football. Did you watch football? Who was your favourite team? At Crystal Palace. Have you got friends here or family? Got a wife here? Have you got friends? I've got friends here. Friends? I have. And you're quite happy to be here? You're not nervous? Did you ever... What do you think about my singing? Um, No, perhaps you better not answer that. (laughs) (laughs) You are smiling. Uh, next up is Alison. Okay. Alison is wearing a lovely floral brow, uh, blouse. Brow. Brows. Uh, she's wearing a lovely floral blouse. And uh, that's really hard to say. And she's really shit, actually. So She looks really young, actually, to be fair. Des fires loads of questions Ooh, at her. Wow, 16 seconds. Yeah, Des fires loads of questions at Alison. And she just can't handle it. To the point where he asks her where she's from, what she does who she is, what she's doing. And basically, she doesn't answer any of these questions and just says, I do aerobics. And that is it. That's all she gives. She she doesn't answer any questions. She says, I do aerobics. And Des says, you do aerobics, do you? And she says, yes. She is fucking shit at the game. So she, she she's basically come on. She hasn't answered any of Des's questions and she still managed to fuck it. Hello, you are Alison. Where are you from, Alison? Newport, Shropshire. Newport, Shropshire. What are you crossing your legs for? You're nervous? You want to go somewhere? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Alison, look me in the eye. Are you here by yourself? What? Let me ask you about your sporting activities. What do you enjoy? Do you like? Do you have a favourite pop star? Who's your favourite pop star? I, I do aerobics. You do aerobics? What about your favourite... Yes! Yes, there was. Yes, you find the life out of her. And that's it for the moment. That's our Yes, No, and Flu. We're going to check the scores, see which four lasted the longest, and they'll be back to play for the big prizes and the big money in Take a Pick. Join us then after the break. Idiot! You've gone. Fuck off. Okay, so we're back to part two. This is the bit where we actually get to know a little bit about the contestants. Des will ask them lots of questions about their lives. They're allowed, obviously, to say yes or no at this stage there's they're not under any restrictions whatsoever and we just get to know them a bit and des will then obviously ask them the most easy ridiculous questions on the planet ever shit pointless questions the first out is george um and the first question that des asks george about his personal life is are you married um (laughs) now bearing in mind that george is 105 years old um you know he kind of says, no, not anymore. Which, you know, that kind of alludes to the fact that his wife's probably dead. Yeah. Um, and fair play to Des, he kind of picks up on it and he moves on pretty quick. But what a shit opening question. 
Okay, now, George, we could say as many yeses and as noes as you want, but you didn't manage, didn't once throughout that whole... No, bit. I've you... never said yes or no. Never? <laughs> Are you married? <laughs> Not now. Not now, but you must have said it once. To, to a man who we've already admitted is as old as the hills. Yeah. Are you married? I think Des, what Des was trying to do in that situation was going, oh, is, is Doris in the audience? There, there she yeah, is. Yeah, no, and she's in the like, ground. She's not, Doris she's in the ground. Doris is in the ground. Doris is clearly in the ground. Um, so we find out a little bit about George. So we find out that he used to work in a pub. He used to be a landlord. Um, Des asks him sort of pretty rubbish questions about, you know, what's the cheapest you've ever sold a pint for? To which George says 40p. Um, <laughs> which again backfires yeah because 40p like you know it's all right in today's money it's not even in 1992's money it's probably it's probably cheap it's cheap but it's not like you know but if it's, he... it's not right um anyway um before sort of before we get on to the picking of the the box the mm-hmm. taking of the pick if you will mm-hmm. um he's asked his shit question so um well, here's an example of one of the, the shit questions that Des asks George. If you kept making rash promises, would you be a skin doctor, <laughs> an unreliable person, or a bacon salesman? An unreliable person. You would indeed, an unreliable person. Basically, George picks, after he answers the ridiculous questions this is, that they are fucking disgraceful. They're all terrible. Um, but after after the questions are obviously answered with flying colours, um, George picks box number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Um, and after that, Des obviously starts offering him money for the privilege of, you know, having George not open the box. So Des doesn't want George to open the box. But Des starts going up in 20s. And now we watched a lot of these episodes and we regularly saw contestants leave with, you know, 600, 700 pounds. Um, it's pretty, it loses it a little bit because Des offers George a, a, a grand total. Mm-hmm. Like the point where Des says, right, fuck this, you're not, you're not opening the box. Um, or actually rather the, the point where Des says, fuck this, open the box. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. It's 120 pounds. But George eventually says, fuck your £120, and rightly so. Mm. Um, I don't want your your money. And basically, he, he chooses to open box number nine. He opens box number nine, and he wins a Skelex trick. <laughs> <laughs> he wins a Skelex trick. So he should have taken the insulting money. Um, I've done some um, research... Um, <laughs> And I've looked in the Argos catalogue of 1992. Wow, that is dedication, Robert. The internet is a fantastic thing. Yeah. And a, a top top of the range Skelex trick back then cost about £80 back then. Um, in today's money, mm-hmm. that works out to about £162. So assuming that George found someone to buy that for him, he could have been quids in. So even taking inflation into account, George has still lost massively. Uh, no. Because he turned down £120. Which was the... £240. Oh, I see what you, you mean. you see what I mean? Yeah, no, he and has lost massively. So he's you're lost quite massively, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely confused myself. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're quite right. Yeah, he's, he's fucked it, basically. And he's won a kid's toy that he can't do anything with. He give it to the grandkids. I had, I had a Skelex chick when I was sort of actually around about 1992. And it was rubbish, so... 
They just, if you went too fast near the bend, which you would do as a kid because you've got the trigger thing, right? Yeah. So you went too fast to the bend, it would just fire off literally into the wall. Yeah, into the skirting board. Yeah. The end. And so that was it. And they were so sensitive on that electrical circuit. And as soon as that circuit got broken, none of it would work. It was it was a nightmare. Yeah, because if you didn't do the tracks properly or clicked the tracks together, it was yeah, again, it was game over, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah the cars yeah. wouldn't work. It was crap. Um, so, well, yeah. George would have fun putting that together with his arthritic hands. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, next up is Harry. And what we did notice is that Des doesn't like Harry. Um he fucking hates the prick. He doesn't speak to him it for half... It does come across like that, doesn't it? He doesn't yeah. speak to him for half the amount of time that he speaks to George. Oh, good Harry. You're from Twickenham, and you can say as many yeas and nays as you want to this time. Your age is 72. So they tell me, yeah. yeah but you... I can't remember, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty sprightly. Des goes up to 250 quid, and Harry goes, stick it, um, I'm going to open the box. And he wins a, a VHS or a VH. VH, uh, this is it, yeah. I don't think Des really knows. He doesn't read it quick enough. He doesn't know what a VHS recorder is. No, he's so got no idea. He actually, actually just ends up saying this. You've won a portable VH. Oh, that's worth a lot of money. £1,200. That's oh, the, new, the very newest in, in the video equipment. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful prize. You're a great prize. Next up, we've got Margarita. Um... Des goes into um, some questions about what she does for a living. We find out that Margarita is a gym manager. Mm. Um, and remember, Margarita, lovely perm, libertine's jacket. And she, <laughs> she, she does bodybuilding as well, though, right? Yes, so she yeah. goes in and yeah. says that she does bodybuilding. And Des seems a bit outraged by it. He's, oh, a woman. A woman? A woman doing bodybuilding? Un- unbelievable. But ladies as well. I mean, we're we talking about the ladies that... Oh, yeah. And are you into that? Oh, definitely, yeah. Oh, could you flex us some muscles and things? Could you? Well, you know, I've got too many clothes on, well, but... Well, take, take, <laughs> take, take the jacket off. Let's... It's very creepy. There it's... is there is an element of creepiness with that, it's, actually. It's bit, not yeah. right. Margarita eventually goes for box three. Um, and Des goes somewhere in between George and Harry because he's... He's already getting it in the ear from the producer about him spunking the budget on Harry. He offers 150 quid. <coughs> um, and Margarita's having fucking none of it. She's like, nope, I'll open a box. Nope, I'll open a box. Nope. What did you turn down? Ooh. £150. £150 is a lot of money. But you did right. Because you've won tonight's star prize. That's sports <laughs> Um, but next up is Pat, um, and we find out about... Lovely Pat. Lovely Pat. So we know that Pat's a cook from the Yes No game, um, and we find out how she used to cook. Um, she used to work in an old people's home. Um, now she just fucking lives there. Now she is a lot in the home. Because <laughs> she's there. Um, after she... Uh, Des brings up that she's uh, a cook, and, you know, you like food. Yeah, I like food. What's your favourite type of food? Right. And this is good. Pat says, bacon and onion pudding. I've never heard of that. No. No, no, no. You've never heard of it because it sounds fucking horrific. Um, But for you listeners, um, we're going to put a recipe to bacon and onion pudding. I've had a look at the recipe page. (laughs) You've researched it. It just looks like stodge, but we're going to put it down in the... um, Stick it on there. We're going to put it in the description. 
and you can have a look. Um, I wouldn't advise making it ever. It looks fucking horrible. But, you know, if you want to live your life like Pat, live your life like Pat. You know, she's an example to us all. So, And if any not? listeners do want to follow the recipe and make it and send in photos of it, then we will never look at them. What were the fa- What's a favourite meal? Bacon and onion pudding. Oh, that's... <laughs> mm, yum, yum, yum. Doesn't that sound good? Bacon and onion. Can I have a portion of that if I come round to you your like place? come down anytime? All right. So what's your ambition? It says I'd here. love to go up in a balloon. It never get off the ground. <laughs> camera when when she's being offered money um so pat's offered um up to um 150 quid the camera pans to her grandkids and they look like extras from deliverance they're really they're they they look pretty dirty they look like hillbilly kids they're they're, (laughs) the teeth all over the place oh just oh fucking hell um but in fairness to pat she decided to take the £150 that she'd offered, she was offered. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was right to do so as well. So she opens up her box and she... <laughs> don't. Sorry. Don't. Sorry. Um, she would have won some tennis rackets. You've already won something, haven't you? You turned down the tennis rackets. <laughs> and the tennis gear. You can't play tennis. Well, enjoy the money. There you are, this way. Well, that was... Take your pick. Um, yeah, that's it, really. I had, I had a good time, Steve. Did you have a good time? It was emotional. I think as as a game show, yeah. it took me a long time to get that word out. It did, yeah. I, <laughs> and it was two words. I think as a game show, it's, you know, it's, it's up there in the top ten, I think. We're going to do plenty of these, and there's going to be 30-plus. Um, but I think that one is definitely top ten. It's, it's yeah. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt and like I said earlier it's kind of the reason why we kind of kicked off with that as well because it was one of the first game shows to appear on commercial television um, so it, it has got its place in in um, game show history but yeah so stay tuned for these because we're going to do a different podcast on a particular game show we're going to pick it random we're going to pick the best ones and we're going to put it all together into one lovely sweet little package for you aren't we Robert yes and I, I can't wait. There's some real crackers out there. We've we've we, been doing... It might not sound like it, guys, but we've been really doing our research and uh, we've watched a lot of these so that you don't have to. And we're going to we're gonna really go in. And some some game shows you'll find are better than others, but... But hopefully we can we can do it thing where you've seen the game show before, but then this fires up your spirit to watch it again. Or there's going to be some game shows which you've probably never seen and you think, what the hell's that? And they're all going to be available on YouTube. So if you do want to watch along, I do recommend it. I think because of the the nature of what we're saying, a lot of it is going to be based on how people look or how people dress. It could be worth having a look and, and just having a watch for yourself and seeing what you think of it first and then listening to the podcast and uh, seeing what we have to say about it. Actually, just listen to the podcast first. That's all. That's just the podcast is the main thing. So listen to this. <laughs> Don't forget you can contact us. There's there's loads of ways you can contact us. One of them is that you can uh, obviously go to Gmail. You can do the I-G-B-I-N-R at gmail.com. That's I-G-B-I-N-R at gmail.com. That obviously stands for an acronym of it's good, but it's not right. An acronym? An acronym. An acronym. I have a stroke then when I said that. Uh, uh, an acronym. Acronym. Or 
Equally, uh, using IGBINR, you can you can find us at facebook.com forward slash obviously IGBINR. Uh, you can find us at Twitter at IGBINR. And you can also find us at patreon.com at IGBINR. So just log on and that's fantastic. And we'll see you really, really soon with a, a, another amazing review of an amazing game show that we've watched Lovely. Goodbye. See you soon, guys. Bye. 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 I think that went really well, even though you're naked. <laughs>